Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson, and I am so excited to kick off the podcast for 2021. I could not have picked a better interview to kick off the year. We're talking with artist Amy Smith and fashion designer Cindy Sarver of Textile Revival in Leapers Fork, Tennessee. Amy and Cindy are working together to create wearable art through their one-of-a-kind pieces. Today, they're sharing about their business journey, their creative process, and how they're making their partnership work, and how they're breaking through the boundaries and doing things their own way. And let me just say, if you're a creative, you are going to love this episode. Also, I wanted to let you know we're going to be opening our Cultivate Coaching Group starting next week. Cultivate is designed for anyone who wants to grow your business and revive your town. Inside the group, you'll find valuable tools and strategies, as well as inside access to successful rural entrepreneurs and leaders who are making a difference. I would love to have you join us, and this is your chance. So with so many people looking to live rural right now, there has never been a better time to revive your rural communities, and our Cultivate group has the tools, resources, and supportive community to help you get there. You can find all the details at ruralrevival.co slash cultivate. I really hope to see you in the group. So go to ruralrevival.co slash cultivate, check it out, and let me know if you have any questions. And now here we go with Amy Smith and Cindy Sarver of Textile Revival. Okay, well, we're here with Amy Smith and Cynthia Sarver of Textile Revival in Leapersburg, Tennessee. Guys, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks, thanks for, for having us. Yeah. Tell us about you. Have you both always lived in Tennessee? You want to go first? I um, was born and raised in Little Rock, Arkansas. Went to college um, in Conway, Arkansas, and then moved all over the country and um, found Franklin and fell in love. It's home. Yeah. How about you, Cynthia? Uh, I was born and raised in Davenport, Iowa, Quad Cities, and I moved to Franklin about six years ago. Uh, just wanted a big change in my game and uh, started doing my clothing and met this girl, Amy, and it just happened. I mean, it's been going so fast. Hard to keep up. It's yeah, <laughs> but it, it's it's not like it's. There's nothing to do because it's all so easy, you know. Uh-huh. Like there, we we get so much done, but it's not like work, you know. We just like move and move and move. I love that. Yeah. So have you both always been creatives? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You talk to us another couple minutes, and you'll see our brain explode here. To <laughs> you'll get my, real quick. And my boyfriend has said, "Y'all." You finish each other's sentences. I don't even understand what you're saying. <laughs> it's true. It was meant to be. Yeah, and mine says just take a take a deep breath for a second and like try to focus on one thing. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so hard. So where did this idea for textile revival come into the picture? I've been painting for years and years and um, pottery, anything I get my hands on, um, photography but mainly um, painting. And let's see, I met Cindy and we decided, I loved her clothes. I'd bought several of her of her pieces before I worked with her. And um, 
she does just wonders with with clothes. She's got she can see a line and know that it's supposed to be a different way on a person. She can fit people to a glove, and um, so we did this pop up together where she brought her creations, her clothes, and I brought my paintings. We did this blend of this show together, and from then, you know, we just said we really should just. It was easy. We really should just combine this. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know what that meant until we started just brainstorming. Yeah. And it went from, well, what if I did a painting and you sewed it? What if it, well, what if I did a painting and we ripped it up and you took it and put it into clothes? And then what mm -hmm. if we took those clothes? I mean, it just went on and <laughs> on and on. And then here we go. Yeah. And I always liked uh, pulling apart something because it was like, it's, it's never quite right. And it needs something, or a line needs to be changed, or it'd be so much more interesting if it just had this on it. And I just started doing it more and more, and then I would just be buying boxes of flannels. Let's make a flannel where you could actually put it with a black velvet long skirt mm -hmm. with the pearls in it on the neckline. And I sold those things at flea markets for, you know, much more than I thought I, I could. I just said, what's going to happen if I put that price on it? But I had people returning, coming back, and wow. um, I just got a little tired of the weather, you know, because you could have a really bad weekend and your tent's down two blocks overnight. Well, all that stuff. That's what we agreed to. Yeah. We said no more when we had this so business. Hard. We're like, we don't want to yeah. do any more of that. Like, but we've done that work. Yeah. We've We've pushed through that both, and together we wanted to be... Yeah, you know, and I, I wasn't raised being some seamstress. I didn't know what I was doing. In fact, I was watching Being Loren, Ralph Loren, that sh that documentary they did, and I was like, oh, good. Yeah, see, I'm more Ralphie, because he didn't know how to sew. <laughs> we can teach ourselves anything we want to. We know what looks good. So I just, I taught myself when I finally had time to do that. You know, I had three kids by the time I was 25 years old. I owned a business and I worked hard every single day. I mean, it was just a nonstop thing for me. So I didn't have that extra time to put into anything I wanted to really do. So when that time came, I was just all in. Like, I don't care what I have to do, I'll drive a bus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and I did. Mm -hmm. And I've never regretted it or thought, oh my gosh, I'm this age and I'm doing this. It's like, I am fortunate, I feel fortunate to be able to have something that I could do to, you know, give myself that opportunity to go down that road I've always wanted to go. So just, again, work hard. And it's not really work when you love it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. It really happened pretty, I mean, organically. It we did. just We're it like, did. what could we do that... No one's doing. She works here in Leapers. Yeah. I come here a lot. Um, met her through her daughter. And I don't know if we want to talk about the school bus thing, but <laughs> met her basically through her daughter. I love and that. then we, you want to talk about it? You were my, my little spy well, on my. Yeah, so I decided that, <laughs> you know, for me to have the time to devote to sewing, I needed to find something that was quick, you know? And, um, talked to this gal when I was at a Goodwill one day and she drove bus and she said, I drive five hours a day. I'm like, okay. And she's like, all your insurance is paid. And she's like, I'm half my day's done at 8.30. I'm like, oh, I'm liking this more. Yeah. 
So I'd get home at like nine o'clock and then I would sew until like 1230 and then I'd have to leave and then go back on the bus, but then I'd be home at, you know, 430. So I did that for about a year and a half and I was driving Amy's daughter. So when I was set up at this flea market here, she came up and introduced herself. And that's when I told her that, I don't know if you know this, but your daughter has a boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're going to be good friends now. <laughs> I got eyeballs all over the place now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. And then we just uh, we um, just decided to combine forces. And, you know, we wanted something that we could just do um, whatever we wanted. Didn't have to make sense to anybody. It could be so out of the box. We didn't want rules. We didn't want boundaries. We didn't want to have to. Yeah, that was the big thing. You know? Is like, let's do something with no boundaries. Let's put. Let's produce something that we love, not what can we do for you? Because mm -hmm. that takes the fun gonna, out yeah. of it. Takes all the creativity out of it. Mm -hmm. Where did you get the name Textile Revival? That was a brainstorm. Of course, I love it. The that's a, that's that was a tequila night. <laughs> it was. It started off as a different name, and then we didn't we use textile revival as a by name, um, and then we were with Linda, and she's like, "Why are you using yeah, that?" Yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "Now we need a new by name." Yeah. La 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 la. <laughs> well, open up the tequila. We'll come up with it. Yeah. And I love textile revival, creative outlaws. That yeah. says us. Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, that the whole revival. Yeah. Of course, we're, we're trying to think of you know words. They really She's make a, a words difference. Girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you can say something one way, and you can say it a different way, and it, it, it just it really matters. Mm -hmm. We came up with a T-shirt. Words matter. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's true. They I did might the whole need line. that. I totally agree. And it's just hand painted. We did the whole line uh, on that because they yeah. do matter. Just. Um, but that whole word like revival was all about taking, like she's saying, taking good quality that we found and take breaking them down and reviving them, putting new life, breathing new life into them. You can mm -hmm. say it all the different ways, you know? Yeah. Um, and then we chose the Phoenix for our logo. It's the mm -hmm. same idea. Um, you know, and it also, it had a lot to do with us personally. We've all been through, you know, a lot, a but lot. to always, always get back up and to mm -hmm. always find, to always know that, you know, there's better out there and it's coming your way. Just put one foot in front of the other yeah. and keep going. Life is not easy. Yeah, but it's, it's just, worth it and it's gotta, good. You, you know? got to stay focused and positive. Yeah. It serves you no purpose to do otherwise. Yeah. So that whole idea of, of taking old and making it new, revival, mm -hmm. and then textile, you know, that was an important word because mm -hmm. it, we did clothes or threads or, I mean, we went through everywhere, but that the canvas she paints on is, Textiles. I mean, every time yes. we say textile, look, we like yeah. rub our hands together yeah. like we're feeling something. There's just something gritty to that word that mm -hmm. just makes you want to run your hands over some fabric or mm -hmm. something, you know? Yeah. And it, we didn't want to limit it to just clothes because the textile, we'd make art out of, the, out of our textile. The linen we paint on, the mm -hmm. canvas we paint on, that's all textile too. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it just made sense. I mean, we said it and we, I knew, I knew when we said it, we would know. Yeah. It just like, we'll know when we know. Yeah. And we said it and we're like, that's it. Was perfect mm -hmm. yeah. and then creative outlaws was really important too because mm -hmm. did you get that at the same time or was that separate? sort of we yeah, were dancing back close, and forth yeah. just this this you know what about this 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 and then it was like i don't even remember who said it together because it was like that's it yeah. we're done yeah yeah because yeah. it really says everything it does 
that we don't have rules and and we do what you know people wouldn't think to do like roll a couch with the wall color Why yeah not? and get after it Anna. yeah I just whatever <laughs> it just works and if it doesn't work you we'll know, change it well and, and you can't be scared to try and you can't be fearful of something may may not work because some of the best things we have ever made came from mistakes. Mm -hmm. There are no mistakes. That's true. That's though. our thing. I mean, I actually drip paint on something. I'm like, oh, oh that drip looks really cool. Yeah. What if we did three more? <laughs> yeah. Let's follow that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. I did. It's like, that was awesome. <laughs> so in the beginning, you were literally in the garage, in one of your garages, we right? We started well, at her in kitchen. in my kitchen. Okay. And so I had a sewing room off the kitchen. So I just open that up. I had these racks in the kitchen and I took over. I mean, mm -hmm. Greg would come home and, darling, <laughs> yeah. looks like a store in here. You know, he's trying yeah. to get something to eat. And I'm like, out, out, I'll fix you something. And then that's, when I, that's when I got the name Second Wife because I was there all the time. I was like, <laughs> what did you cook at us for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had my studio, my painting spot in, in my garage and she had her sewing so I would do a part of mine. She'd do her. We'd come together, and we'd just do it in the in her we kitchen. We made it work. Yeah. Grassroots. You mm -hmm. know, we started small and smart, and the way, way we could handle it, and the way it felt right to us. And then mm -hmm. we eventually needed more space, so we went into, took over my whole garage, floored it, and did everything with that. And then we just said, we've got to get these clothes on people. Yeah. Yeah. So did you start with pop-ups, or did you do stuff like that? Or was it just literally word of mouth and people? We thought about what direction we are going to take with the whole pop-up stuff, but then other things would happen, like, mm -hmm. you know, Becca's thing, we, you know, explain a little bit about that to her, about the, the show we did. Yeah, we, we had um, a producer come to so us and, cool. and want us to tell, um, uh, what the... What was the I, that's original the thing, one called? I, that's what and I it led remember. into what we're doing now. Yeah, she basically had connection. Um, she had different the artists. Series, yeah. She had a vocal artist. She had us as a visual artist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, she had uh, a gal who told folk stories mm -hmm. and was real dramatic on stage with them. She's brilliant. Mm -hmm. I would have never known about her had we not done that. Huh. But we made some really good connections with that. And then from there, uh, the gal that put that together came to us to do sort of a sizzle reel type of thing. Yeah. About to tell our, our story. Yeah. And how we find our stuff and how we collaborate and what we create and why we create. And then. So we had to explain a lot in the beginning, which made us more aware of like, yeah, yeah we are doing this. We are going down this path. Mm -hmm. Let's do this now. It kind of helped. You know, we just met the right people. Yeah. And we're big on intuition. And, mm -hmm. and if it, we're not going to doubt it. We're not going to think about it. Right. Hey, how's this feel? Feels good. Let's do it. Yeah. And we just decided just to lean into it and knew that, you know, when we found the right space, we were going to do it. And I there just it. wasn't a question. And then now that we've expanded. And if we just even, start second getting ourselves, we like, no, done. Yeah. Over. Let's keep moving. Yeah. Not play into that because you can't build something like this being negative or having second thoughts mm -hmm. about anything. You gotta, you gotta keep moving and you gotta be strong. Mm -hmm. You gotta be sensible, and you have to be willing to take those risks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So every piece of fabric and clothing that you have is sourced. Why mm -hmm. is that important to you? 
because there's so much great stuff out there and it's being wasted. It's being set in the landfills. It's just, it's, it's unfortunate for me to go into a store and see things that are made and expensive that I can just look at the seams and say, this thing's going to fall apart. Hmm. It's not made that well anymore. Not to say they're all like that, but most cases you can see that you're going to wash that about on your 10th time and the seam's going to start coming out because everybody's, everything is shipped and sent back and mass produced. And we're not about mass producing. We have one of a kind pieces. Yeah, and it, it went into our whole um, idea behind our business, which, um, you know, textile revival, reviving old things and making them new, which is why the Phoenix, Phoenix is our logo and, you know, breaking it down and coming back bigger and stronger and better. Mm -hmm. And just, it just fed into that perfectly. And we just loved that idea. And it also helped us um, to even challenge ourselves even more. We, mm -hmm. we go to, Know, a state sale or a, or a flea market or wherever we go and you know, we barns. find this perfect barns we find this you know we dirty know what barns. we're gonna find yeah dirty barns dirty barns and attics with recluse spiders then you know yeah but we don't know what we're gonna find and then a lot of friends are like come on over got my grandma's stuff up in the attic we're there but then as we find a piece, we don't know what we're going to find. Then yeah. all of a sudden, here it comes. It might this spark be great what we're going to do next. Uh -huh. Here we go. Yeah. So where do you get your inspiration from? Everything. Yeah, we try yeah. really hard to just, walk with you know, our eyes and hearts wide open. I Sometimes mean, I have to like put my horse blinders on. It's like, I got something I'm doing right now. I know. <laughs> can't get distracted. I, can't, I, can't I mean, stop. I see you. I feel you. Maybe later, but just not right now. You found feathers on the, that one you found at the gas station, like picked it up, and that was like this big inspiration for we, yeah, this we print and this way. We at the kitchen could, table talking about something. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember what the heck that was, but it was, uh, it had to do with the Warrior series we yeah. were doing. And I ran out to the store. I came back. My car's by itself in the parking lot. And we're laying right at the door is this huge turkey feather. It was just beautiful. And it was like, this is it. This is that. I still have it. It's at my house, you know? It's like, this is like so inspiring. The colors, the softness, the movement. Yeah, just, but then I'm it made me think too that, you know, we're on the right path. I mean, colors, we see yeah. pick up a, you know, a. Uh, we're doing a job now that the whole palette is inspired by her, the mushrooms the, and the, the moss and the creek and all the those colors, mushrooms just, growing. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about some of your collections because you've mentioned that. Yeah. Is that how you try to operate? Is one collection at a time or? It depends. We, yeah, we, we kind of give ourselves the grace and freedom to freedom not freedom to move and do if something. If it starts to feel like we're forcing ourselves, we got to stop. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to feel forced and it's not going to be you know, true. Um, but we did start out with the, the, the warrior, um, collection, which was inspired by all the beautiful native American, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the colors and the everything. The so with jewelry. that, we had patches yeah. and the jackets, mm -hmm. we had pants. Yeah. Um, and then we took all that's, that's where we made our very first big, um, art piece where we took all the scraps and do a final art together. And we did like a five by four um, big art piece. That was 
think that was cool how that came together because mm -hmm. I would paint and I'd give it to her and she, we'd just say, do your thing. And she'd sew and, and then she'd give back to me and she said, okay, mm -hmm. do your thing. And I'd paint and read it and give. And it's just became this, I mean, it's really a cool piece. And then we had our shotgun series, which we wanted that to be really authentic. So we took all of our fabrics and everything we used and we took it out to her woods and shot shotguns through it. So it'd be authentically yeah, you know, shot up with shotguns. Yeah. Uh -huh. Our first three were three series. Yeah, we, we did the Phoenix ones. We did the Phoenix was the our Phoenix. third one. All about coming up from the ashes. And, and that and first art strong. piece too was such a struggle at, 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 the, at this moment because it was like, God, is this right? Is it right? You know, I like this. We're not sure about this. Yeah, we've got How's it gonna turn rinds out? of jeans in there. Like, how are we gonna, is this going to be cool? Yeah. Is this going to be, you know? Yeah. Because you always walk that line of it being like, it could be super kitschy and stupid real quick. Yeah. So you got to really make sure that we're towing that line. And she put that, she did two paintings so we could decide which, which one to shred depending on the feel of the fabric, how it would move with the jacket. So the one we picked and shredded, great. The other one we had back at her garage on the wall. And we were getting ready to shoot it, the, the, our final art project of the warrior, redone, end of story. Everything is going out. We have a photographer set up there and putting the sofa and the artwork in the background, the meadow in the back. And the art was hanging over something. And it was hanging underneath the other one that we didn't use for a moment because we were hauling things inside and out. But when I came back in, it was just like they were kind of lined up and I shifted it and I was like, oh my God, Amy. <laughs> they lined <laughs> up look perfect. At this. It was so like, yeah. well, we know it's right. That picture's on yeah. our Instagram. And this it was part cool, yeah. that we struggled over that we left was it was just so important. Mm -hmm. We'll have to show that to you before yeah. you leave. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll tag that in the show notes so people can see that. Yeah. It's neat. Is there any more you want to talk about your creative process? <laughs> Our creative mm -hmm. process is like a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> to call it. <laughs> yeah, literally Tasmanian <laughs> devil. <laughs> Loud music. May I say tequila? <laughs> <laughs> pizza um, you know I don't know if we really have a I mean it's not like we sit down and say we try we changes. try to sit down and say this is what we're going we to do we try to do today. it right but we just can't it's, right's just, not our way yeah. all the time we kind of just do our way we're, mm -hmm. we're, we've worked together long enough to know you know yeah and and it's there's an ebb and flow too because mm -hmm. you know I know like Cindy she needs a day where she can just get in here and find something and make it. Like, yeah. this is what I wanted. Like, it's almost like her, yeah, her release, you know. Uh -huh. yeah. And it's not something that we were is on the agenda, you know. Yeah. But just pump something out without yeah. thinking. And same with painting. It's like I don't want to, you know, yeah. paint today what I'm supposed to be painting. I need to flush this out. I need yeah. to get this out and be free to paint and yeah. then come back so yeah. we both recognize that that's important in our creative process is to yeah. have that freedom to and sometimes we'll have a couple different projects going at the same time mm -hmm. so we can be like okay let's breathe on that mm -hmm. one and go over here yeah I think that's 
that can be one of the big challenges of being a creative because mm-hmm. you aren't always in that moment where the inspiration is just hitting you. Right. Mm-hmm. But then when you hit those moments, like it's just yeah. like go 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 go. Yeah. So how do you? Because you you're running a business. How do you ebb and flow with like those creative times and then give each other the space where you're like, I'm just not feeling it today yeah. or tomorrow or, we you know. We go through that. We yeah, go through absolutely. that. Sometimes I'll be, I'll get up early and I have this big painting on my bedroom wall. It's the first thing I see when I open my eyes that's always inspired me. The light comes in and shines on it just so and it just, it changes and... I'll just pick up the phone and texting Amy, and she'll just be, oh, my God, not even thinking about being awake right now. (laughs) I I, I know it's her when she texts me. I don't even have to look at it because it's like, ding, 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 ding. You know, she's one of those people that, you know, you have those friends who just can't say it all in one paragraph. They have to say it in six different sentences and six different texts. five things come into my head. I'm like, that's And then I'm like, I can't type this fast without I'm talking. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> but the, I mean, I, but I also think it's important that we don't, we don't just make clothes. We make jewelry. We don't just make clothes and jewelry. We hats. make hats and we make artwork and we whatever we feel we like. We covered we did four some benches lighting. with a big old painting of mine that we ripped up and we made furniture. Did a and took a big piece of sassafras wood out yeah. of the forest and sculpted it. Yeah. Just smoothed it out. And okay, that was good. I needed that. Yeah. Okay, let's go to work. And hey, guess what? It's for sale in the store. I mean, yeah. So it's uh-huh. just, it all somehow has a common thread. It really does. Mm-hmm. And it looks like us and it always feels like us. But, you know, we don't always want to come in here and make a jacket. Some days that's all we want to do. Mm-hmm. And we just pull it off. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like, which one of the things that we've been talking about now as we've been doing this are we going to do next? Mm-hmm. That's... That's the hardest decision, really. Mm-hmm. What to pick? Because there's so much yeah. we could do. So you were telling me you moved into this space here at the shops at Leapers Corner, and you were open on the weekends, but then not during the week because you literally had to use that space for your studio. Everything came off that table, which went to the center of that floor, mm-hmm. and a mess. Friday oh, yeah. night clean up the mess, open Saturday, Sunday. And then back at it again. Back Mm -hmm. at it again. And then when we heard about this, we're like, oh, gosh, we couldn't. Sure we could. Let's do it. Well, we were like, (laughs) how can we not? It was more of. We have to do it. Just lean into it. We need the space. Yeah. So to explain this to our listeners, just this week, you got to expand your space into basically the space next door. Yeah. Blew the wall out. The walls were dark. We um, had them painted, and um, we've just been working on it constantly. I mean, this is only three days. We started this. It's very impressive for three days, let me just say. Yeah. Well, we're excited because we can create now without that thing saying we have to have this cleaned up by Friday. Yeah, and be open like Thursday, Friday. Yeah, we open more. Because can be over here working. Mm Mm-hmm. Put a bell at the door, ding, go over there. So the time is always going to be spent usefully. And I think it's good for people, um, some people, to come back here and see what we mm-hmm. do and see how hard we work and, and see what goes into it. Mm-hmm. It just will connect 
you know, better, I think, with yeah. people and what we do. And we're raw. I mean, come see it. This is this is what we do. Yeah, it's great. If you're a creative person like me, it just makes my brain. I'm just I'm filled with ideas. It's so inspiring. <laughs> so it's great. What do you love about Leaper's Fork? I mean, this is such a unique place. I just think that this is such a special place. I've always felt that way. It is a special place. I came here 12, 13 years ago just to visit. Just here two days and in and out. And I saw a picnic in the creek, people with waders, wine glasses, picnic baskets, chandelier hanging. Okay. This is where I'm going to end up. <laughs> so when I do go, this is where I'm going to come. So it was a no-brainer. The morning I woke up and said, I'm going to move. I mean, it happened that fast. Pulled the stuff out of my garage, put it on tables, sold my stuff in two weekends, just yard sale, put my house up for sale, had to sell a business, and didn't look back. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the people here. I mean, I love the people that were born and raised here, Mm -hmm. and I love the mix of flow of others coming in and loving the same thing I did. And it's just, you'll see a mini mansion next to a trailer, and then you'll, I mean, it's just, it's every, it's all walks of life, and that's why it should be. You know, it shouldn't be just everybody moving in and all these others have to move out. Everybody pretty much gets along. I mean, you have your small town stuff, of course, but you know it's it's pretty cool the way they all come together and help each other. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've yeah. ever been here for the parade, Christmas parade. Yes. Have you? Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you got well, just to explain to people, you've got like Kid Rock <laughs> driving <laughs> this old tricked out Cadillac. <laughs> You've got a truck with an outhouse on the back of it. Yeah. <laughs> and chickens on leashes. Chickens <laughs> on leashes. I remember last year the guys had to carry his llama because it wouldn't walk. It's like, <laughs> my favorite part of the whole thing. You just don't know what you're going to no. see. Usually you're just watched, especially if you're first timer with your mouth dropped. Yeah. Just, yes. Am I seeing this? Yes. <laughs> There's nothing. I love that though. Yeah. What's the biggest thing you've learned in the process of building this business? Hmm. To delegate QuickBooks to our bookkeeper. (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) Yeah, stay in your lane. Yeah, that's a good one. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're good at staying in our lane, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about delegating. That really was, I mean, all joking aside, it wasn't, because we, when we started this business, we know our strengths and we know our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to create and not have to worry about anything else. So from the, the ground up, we had people in place. Mm-hmm. So we started exactly the right way we needed to start it, to build a strong it, foundation. So We knew someone that did. Yeah. And people, right, people came around. So that mm-hmm. was a good lesson, I think. Um, you know, The community is very supportive. Absolutely, and mm-hmm. I think something that we've both learned is um, there's something really important about um, showing. You know, she has um, three boys. I have a daughter and a son. Yeah. And there's, um, it's really been nice to s- show you know my children 
that, you know what, it, it may not bring the biggest paycheck, but you know, or it might, you never know. But as yeah. long as you do what you love and you're happy, and I'm not just saying that because that's what you're supposed that to is, say, no, but it's is, truth. And that's all of it for me too. And it, it comes, you know, with, with believing you in yourself comes, comes the, uh, you know, the financial freedom of it and the, mm -hmm. it, it comes, but for our kids to see us do You can do this, what you love, but you, you, yeah. you also need to, they need to understand you have to work really hard. Yeah. It's not all fun. You it's do have not to work all hard. fun. I mean, we're up here all the time. you don't like doing, you have to do, mm -hmm. and you have to maintain that speed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's been the most rewarding thing? Seeing it come to life. Yeah. Being every successful time. with it. Yeah. Just the positive people that are in our lives yeah. that think we're just awesome. Yeah. Our boyfriends think we're awesome. Yeah. Our, well, well, we are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> our kids, <laughs> totally our kidding. kids are, you know, very proud. Yeah. Love our, that we're doing something that, you know, makes us happy. Yeah. And, and they are really proud of us. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, um, and you know. I have two very creative boys. Mm -hmm. And then the third isn't. He he always says, I can't even draw a stick figure, Mom. It's like, that's all right. You got, he's got the computer skills. Can he do your QuickBooks? Yeah. <laughs> I probably shouldn't mix family and, and yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get to you later, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when did you feel like people really started to take note? Like they really started to grasp onto what you were doing? Well, it's, it kind of started, like, I just kind of, like, how are we going to grow this business? Well, let me just start putting feelers out, like, would this person be interested mm -hmm. in doing a story on us or with this? And mm -hmm. never in a million years did I think I was, we were going to get a, yeah, absolutely, like, oh, awesome. <laughs> hey, you know, and, and then, you know, one of those ha happened to be Good Grit Magazine. I just mm -hmm. put it in the, like, do you have any story ideas? And I just did a blip, like, this is what we do, and. Like a couple months later, we got a mm -hmm. thing in email said we'd love to come out and do a story on you and photograph you, and mm -hmm. that was just it was a um, it was a confidence builder for me mm -hmm. because I knew I was not only in my head now. People were getting what was in my head. <laughs> 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 they were like, "It's an exciting time when yeah, that happens." Yeah, yeah, you know, like people are getting this <laughs> and they want to know more and they want to hear what we have to say and and we're we're and. It's obviously making fee people feel good, and it's positive, or nobody would want to do that, or nobody would want to read it, or nobody would want to follow us. So obviously, you know, the energy and what we're putting out there is good for people, and that's important. Yeah. What advice would you have for other entrepreneurs and creatives, especially creatives? I think it's important to talk about that piece, yeah. but who are wanting to bring an idea to life? The world is loud. Yeah. And they need to quiet it, you know, a little bit. And do your storyboards. Yeah. Write down all the information in your head. Start trying to make sense of it. You can bring it into fruition. You just got to, you got to sit at a table and do that work and really think hard about what you want and how you're going to do it and take those chances. It's not going to happen until you do. And, you know, you don't have to follow all the rules. Mm-mm. We certainly aren't here because we're we did always everything. about the byline is huge textile revival, creative outlaws. Like yeah. there are no rules, right? Um. Which yeah, just opening up for the uh, job that we are taking on recently. Um, you know, we never thought when we 
wrote this down and started doing it that we'd end up doing this piece of art in the forest, the sign, you know, and art going down this whole path of, yeah, the art installation. We never thought that, but it was such a no-brainer when she came to us. Like, this is like, well, exactly we what this. we want to do. Yeah. And it's a nice little switch, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll come back to all this, but and keep probably maintaining what we're doing, but it's a nice change, shift, that's so creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh. Talk about some of those other pieces that you've got, other projects that you've gotten to work on. Uh, one of our... We love doing a couple. We've worked with some great people and done some custom pieces for them, mm-hmm. custom jackets. Um, that's been really, really fun. Yeah, we had one gal that gave us two jackets. Yeah. She won't give them up. She won't give them to the Salvation Army because she loves them, but she doesn't like the way they look on her. The first thing I said is the lines are wrong. You put it on, you don't see it right because the lines are wrong. Yeah, that's probably it. She's real tall, slender, beautiful. So one jacket was short, one was a little longer, and I said, and I knew the answer, which is the only reason I asked it. What, is there, is there something that direction-wise you want us to do? Because we want full rain, but we also would like a hint of something if it was that special to them. And she said, I would never tell artists what to do. You have it, you take it, you do whatever. And we were like, oh gosh game on <laughs> and she loved it cried yeah I mean that's yeah. that's so that's when you know you're doing yeah. the right thing is when you know you connect with somebody like that um, but but we work hard at that we get up yeah. every morning and we think and we journal and we have our coffee and we prepare for the day and all that is part of the process yeah you know self-care all, all that finding mm-hmm. balance with work and family and all that is work that surrounding makes yourself thing. around the right people, right? Mm-hmm. And knowing when to not, you know, yeah, knowing mm-hmm. when to say this is not our path, but yeah. thank you, yeah, yeah, and knowing when to say absolutely this feels right for yeah. us. It's got to feel good. How do you have a successful partnership? Because it's hard when you have anytime you have two people who are sure. different and have different. Just creative know, ideas, yeah. Just know you're going to bump heads. I mean, that's part of the process. You know, you're going to tick each other off every now and again. It, it's just, we are two wise. We're going to fight, you know? Yeah. Like, there, we're, we work in such, we're so close to one another and in it together. And we're going to have disagreements and, you know, might need it six to eight hours away from each other, but... It's part of the process. You can't be that close to someone and not have those. So expect that and move on. I mean, well, yeah, and we have so much going on that um, our, this is, we choose to spend our time, Mm -hmm. you know, doing this. And Mm -hmm. to make that choice um, is is a lot. And um, it's funny because I'll see Cindy working on something and, or I'll, do my thing to it, and then she'll do her thing to it. And, you know, sometimes, like, you do stuff with me. Like, it's not necessarily what you would have done, or you, but mm-hmm. it and always sells. Someone finds it, it and loves it. Yeah. And so... Just got to accept it. Yeah. Because it's not just your product. It is a combined thing. And... Uh, you got to let go. Yeah, and I just keep, 
you know, it's important to find, you know, somebody to work with that I am like rock solid on what she believes in, where her inspiration comes from, I know. And so from that can only come mm -hmm. what's going to be right for us. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like it, we, I know that our foundation, it, anything that comes from it is going to be the right thing for us now. We don't doubt it. Two days ago, we're, you know, had to move these two just horrible sofas out of this room that this guy left. And we were like, oh my gosh, let's get him out of here. And so we got him out. And then we had a friend donate this brown leather sofa that's smaller. And we thought, well, that'll probably work. So we carried that up. It was on the porch. And when I went downstairs to do something, came back up, she had paint on the roller and started painting the couch. And I'm like, let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. You go, girl. And everybody's like, everybody's like, did yeah. you? That, that was brown leather. Yes. It looks amazing. You See? would never yeah. know it was. Everyone's like, was well, it going to crack? And you sit on it. I was like, we I don't, don't know. Try we'll it. find out. <laughs> if it does, we'll figure it out later. But for now, it's perfect. You can always repaint it. Yeah. <laughs> so, just like whatever, you know. Well, what's next for you guys and for Textile Revival? Mm. Yeah, anything. Yeah, bring it. I, I mean, love that answer. Bring an yeah. idea. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we'll figure out a way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, whatever comes our way, and and whatever comes our way will we'll be right. And the way things just one thing flows into another thing and another thing, and you know, it's mm -hmm. just all about being confident in our path and knowing that we are right where we should be right now. Yeah, there's a lot of comfort in knowing that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, how do we follow along? And uh, yeah, Instagram. Textile Revival, and we have a website. And we are in the process of making that website into a little art gallery, yeah, too. Yeah, more so of that's a gallery. That's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, so it shows a lot more of our custom work, what we can do. So Keeping up with that is another whole. Oh, yeah. And, you know, yeah, we're selling, too, and yeah. it's like, oh, we got to take that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let's make it into a gallery. Sometimes we hit the wall. Yeah, but come see us too in Leapers Fork. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just to see. We're just open to, Thursday through Sunday now, so. Yeah. And, Perfect. Uh, yeah. We're upstairs in this cool building and lots of, and all the shops in Leapers Fork. And you haven't Great been, you've got to come here. see every, yeah. everybody here. Yeah. It's all wonderful people and, and, and it just feels good out here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a great place. Yeah. We're lucky to be here. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yes. Well, I love Amy and Cindy's creativity, and I can't get enough of their designs. And I don't know about you, but that conversation just made me want to go create something. Be sure to go give Textile Revival a follow on Instagram and check out what they're doing. I trust you're super inspired from today's episode and probably have a handful of people you know who would love to hear it, especially those creatives in your life. So go ahead and text them the link and leave us a kind review while you're at it so we can keep spreading the Rural Revival message far and wide. And stay tuned in with us on Instagram and Facebook at Rural Revival Co. to keep updated on this podcast and all things Rural Revival related. And we'll catch you next time on the Rural Revival Podcast. Have a great day, everybody.